On this week's episode, we talk new baseball transfer Cole Crescend, Bez Jenkins sets a commitment date, and Jonathan Murphy's media day quotes, all and more on the Owl Chat podcast. Disclaimer, during production, new quarterback recruit Bryce Clavon's name was mispronounced several times. Alright Owl Nation, you are now listening to the Owl Chat Podcast, your one-stop shop for everything Kennesaw State Athletics, with your hosts, Kai Millette and John Finer. For the first time ever, welcome to the Owl Chat Podcast on video. For those of you not watching uh, on Twitter, uh, y'all are missing out and you guys should check out our uh, yes. video feed. Stick around for sure, though. Um, we don't mind listeners elsewhere. Uh, that being We're said, just two handsome guys talking owls here. So. Absolutely. Uh, I'm joined here with my partner, John Finer, as well as the KSU Banana Boys, friends of the show. Um, shout out to them on Twitter. Uh, you'll find them, I'm sure. John, if you want to take us behind, uh, Behind you, tell us what you got back there. Um, I found this GIF the other night on um, on Twitter um, through the Giphy thing or whatever, and I noticed I had to post it. I'm a big wrestling mark, wrestling fan, um, and this is the NWO, and those are owls. I don't know why they're on there, but I'm calling it the OWO, and if you're NWO, you're NWO for life, so I'm OWO for life. Good stuff. Um, yeah, uh, as always, our DMs are always open on Twitter for uh, feedback, uh, whether you love us or not. We take all sorts of criticism, uh, compliments, whatever y'all want to send our way. So, uh, yeah, you guys just let us know how you feel about the video. Um, we've got a lighter podcast for you this week, um, but still uh, not going to have an episode next week. Most likely not going to have an episode next week unless we have to rush out something urgent. And whose um, fault is that guy? Who's uh, it's all my fault. I am going to be out of the state for the third time in a month. Um, but I will return and I'll be back in Kennesaw and uh, be back to regular scheduled program. Yes, we got some big stuff planned. Um, and yeah, we're excited to do today's podcast. But I did want to comment on your background. And this is something I kind of raised on Twitter, I think, when they first started. But these banana boys... Um, you know, it's like a chicken and the egg question, which came first. Do these guys, you know, do they just have a banana banana suits lying around? They get it from like a school play or, you know, something like that and smack a KSU label on it. And then they are like, OK, how can we relate this to the owls? Or did they order these on eBay and then, you know, kind of reverse engineer it? Like they already thought, hey, we're bananas for the owls. Let's order these. What do you think? You know, I think that it's better left unknown. I think it adds to the mystery. Um, I know they got a shout out from Jeff Schultz of the athletic last year when he was in Kennesaw a whole two times. So, you know, they're, uh, they're nationally notable. <laughs> they oh, made a, my favorite banana moment was um, during March madness in Greensboro. Uh, I got to be in early obviously just because I had media credentials, but the first fan in the building was one of the bananas, the very first person. So the most dedicated people out there. Um, Yeah. Love what they do. But how do they go to the bathroom? You know, that's a great question. Um, Maybe there's a flap under there or something. Um, You know, we'll tag them on Twitter after the show and hopefully get some answers. 
I, I need some answers on this, um, but I just I just want the basics. If they go into too much detail, I don't want to hear it. So, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, uh, this is actually the first podcast that uh, me and Kai are recording after dark. So it's about eight o'clock here on uh, Tuesday night. Uh, Spencer Strider versus the Angels. Um, he just set the uh, strikeout record, uh, the fastest to two hundred strikeouts by striking out Shohei Otani. And I also want to say I just saw a magnificent Frank the Tank rant. It looks like he was almost on the verge of tears because he couldn't purchase one of those bricks, I guess, outside the stadium uh, that says probably the insulting thing to the Mets that he wanted it to say. So it's just been a fabulous night. So I'm, I'm glad to do it. So as somebody who hasn't watched Major League Baseball all that seriously in the last two years, but still listens to a lot of sports radio, um, talk to me about this Braves rotation. Because I know there are some major question marks. Um, um, the trade deadline was today, man, and they don't—they don't want me to talk too much about the Braves. But let's just say uh, I saw Max Fried and Kyle Wright were throwing bullpens, and uh, you know, have a bunch of relievers like Jesse Chavez, Dylan Lee, Nick Anderson, you know, all on the on the DL. I refuse to say IL. So you know, it's like making a trade. It's like making trades without having to make trades. If we quote the hated Chip Carey, people hate when people when they say that. So I love <laughs> saying that. Um, so you know, we made a trade, got a lefty today. So I, I think it's the right move. We already have too many pitchers. If they're all healthy, we just need to people to get healthy and stay healthy. So, but yeah, that's enough about the Braves. You know, they are Cobb County's other team. Um, but uh, let's uh, let's dive into uh, the Owls. What do you got, Kai? Yeah, uh, just some quick news and notes from the past week. Um, football has reported to fall camp. Uh, the freshmen have moved in, so things are officially underway. We are uh, in the month of college football. We've got a game uh, at the end of August, so exciting stuff. Um, other than that, uh, women's golf added a new assistant coach, uh, Brooks Thomas. Um, big, big news. Um, I've he was been most recently- for that one for so long. I know we were all on the edge of our seats. Uh, he was most recently the head coach at Cleveland State Community College. He's a four-year letter winner at uh, UTC um, and was an assistant the year after his graduation. So he's decently well-traveled. Um, all jokes aside, uh, wish the best for Brooks Thomas and the uh, the women's golf group. Um, but other than that, uh, not a super news-heavy week. Um, I know we've got some summer league updates and uh, baseball alumni updates. So, John, if you want to take us through those real quick, well, we've got we've got some uh, we've got some stuff going on. We've got some offers. We got a prospect that is going to make a decision here soon. We got some uh, baseball commitment. We got some stuff going on. Uh, but you know, we wanted to touch on you know the women's golf assistant coach. We want to we want to give them love too. You don't hear a lot about the women's golf coach. So you know what? Let's give Brooks Thomas. Around us now. Here, let me hit my button for the applause. No, we're, we don't have <laughs> buttons. So we'll just have budget, to- budget permitting. We'll get there one day. We've got the Kennesaw State budget. So uh, we don't have that yet. Um, but I digress. We've got some uh we got some summer news. Um, Smith Pinson, uh Owl's right hand, big right-handed pitcher, rising junior. Um, he actually had another solid start, no decision, five hit, five innings, two hits, a walk, and five strikeouts. He's actually fifth in the Cape and qualifiers in ERA. Love to see it. Uh, love Smith. Uh, he's a great story. Um, you know, really pulling for him. And also uh, July 31st, uh, Blake Ida recovered from some a series of rough outings with uh, 3.1 uh, shutout innings. Three hits, two walks, and five strikeouts, bringing his ERA down to uh, 3.32 in the Cape. Um, still his whip is higher than he wants it to be. Solid ERA, though. Um, you know, 
he has some room to go, but dude has a good upside. So I'm excited about that. Um, on the alumni side, uh, Tyler Tolvey for the Mississippi Braves and Jake Rice, the D-backs double-A, uh, Amarillo uh, Sod Poodles, I think. They haven't done much of note um, recently since the last recording. Uh, but Josh Hatcher, um, our beloved Josh Hatcher for um, Frisco Rough Riders. He had a uh, five-game, he's on a five-game hitting streak with two hits in each of his past uh, three games, and he has seven RBIs over his past four games. So Josh Hatcher is on a tear, um, you know, obviously the Rangers are pretty good right now. So hopefully he can keep pushing his way through the system. Yeah. Um, they came out of nowhere. They were a terrible franchise for a couple of years there. I know that much about major league baseball. Yeah. Now they got, uh, they traded for Max Scherzer and then the Astros just traded for Justin Verlander. So they're basically like in an arms race for the Mets, uh, geriatric scraps, so to speak. Right. Um, so, you know, good for them. Uh, but that's not all the baseball news. Um, we got a commitment too, Kai. We do. Uh, Cole Crescent, who we were, oh, uh, Crescent. Crescent. man, I got it wrong. We were, uh, talking about this a good bit off the air and I had to mess it up. Um, but yeah, Cole Crescent from yeah. the university of Louisiana Monroe, who, uh, I know from beating Nick Saban in his first year at Alabama. Um, that being said, different sport. Uh, Crescent comes over as a senior, um, pitched for three years at ULM, um, was a starter, most of his sophomore year and was pushed back into the pen um, last season, but he comes over with, is it two years of eligibility? Um, I think it's just one, Um, you know, we're back. We're getting past the COVID, the COVID generation, aren't we? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So unless you can find some, you know, year of eligibility, you know, fake something or other like, yeah, you know, I, I, I pulled my flubs or some kind of excuse for some kind of, retroactive injury or something like that then yeah he's he's done after this year right well uh you know he's got nice experience at this level of college baseball and the rotation needs padding so nice pickup tell me what else you've heard what else you know about crescent you know what, what he's going to add next actually season quite a, actually quite a bit uh the 6-3-185 righty uh he's got uh, about 94 innings of d1 experience over the past three seasons um not the most luck in the world um you know he's a career era of uh 8.1, uh, fairly evenly split over his first three years. Uh, so, you know, having a new coach, new scenery, new chance, you know, that could make all the difference. Um, he did throw 4.2 innings this summer in the, in the Cape Cod League, uh, gave up two runs. Um, not known if he's a walk-on or a scholarship player, but he's a uh, veteran arm that, uh, you know, we need veterans to set the examples for the younger players. We need guys who can, you know, show them how to get it done in school, in the weight room, off the field, be examples. And, you know, hopefully, you know, Cole is one of those. And I imagine he is. I actually spoke with him a little bit in Twitter on DM. Uh, very, very well spoken through Twitter DM. Nice kid. Um, you know, he told me that uh, he's sitting 90 to 92, touching 93. And uh, um, on a sad note, I don't want anybody to judge him. I probably shouldn't say this, um, but he told me, and I kind of prodded him a little bit, but he told me he's a New Orleans Saints fan. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, Oof. don't treat him any differently. He's still an owl. We believe in, you know, equal rights um, here on the Owl Chat podcast, even for Saints fans. So we can yeah. change him. We can change him. We can. We can. <laughs> we can. Uh, you know, I, I I kind of warned him, like, you know, don't go in there screaming 28 to three on day one or anything like that. You know, you want to make <laughs> 
get some allies in your corner first, make some friends, you know, that kind of thing. So, but yeah, I think it's a, overall, I think it's a good addition. Um, you know, anytime you can, you know, it's, it's very hard to add arms nowadays, um, you know, because of the new rules um, right. with the NIL, all the, you know, all the big names and any, anybody in D2, D3, um, NAIA, you know, that has the eligibility, they're, you know, probably going high major, it's, it's turned into free agency. So, you know, I'm glad we got Crescent, um, who can kind of add some depth now that uh, Blake Wehunt has been drafted. Right. Yeah. Good stuff. Um, if we have nothing else from baseball, I think we can transition to a new basketball offer. Yes. Well, it's an old basketball offer, Kai, actually. Correct. A possible soon new basketball commit. No promises. There you go. Um, His name is Bez Jenkins, short for Jabez Jenkins. Um, Long story short, he was offered uh, last July by Amir Abdurrahim when he broke onto the scene in 2022. Um, He was one of the breakout players, of course, in the peach. I I have a quote from Atlanta Express, which is an account that tweets Georgia high school basketball, that kind of thing. Um, you know, he said he was quote, one of the breakout players in the peach so far this July, great size and length at six foot three can create for himself and make shots, solid passer contributes on the glass. So, um, Petway offered him when he got in, in April, um, and Jenkins announced on Twitter this week that he'll be making a commitment on my birthday, which is also his birthday, which is, um, August 16th. So it's meant to be. Yes, it's meant to be. I tweeted that. That gives me the good vibes. I guess the warm fuzzies, as one might say. Um, Just to note, uh, Jenkins did mention that he's down to his final five, which would be the Owls, of course, uh, Belmont, Brown, Tennessee Tech, and Jackson State. Um, So, yeah, um, I'm looking forward to it. I love when kids actually give a commit date because it gives us more of a reason to talk about them. Whereas if they don't give a commit date, you know, some of these kids never commit, they fail out of school, they go prep, they go Juco, nothing ever happens. But, you know, now we have, you know, we have a a football guy. We talked, I forget his name from last week that we have to look out for on the, on uh, August 8th. And this, this time we have something to look out for on the 16th. So. Right. Yeah. And um, you seem pretty optimistic about, where this is going to go. I haven't, you know, heard anything behind the scenes, so I don't want to, you know, confirm anything when it's not confirmed, but just no, looking no. at his, just looking at his offer list, um, other than Belmont, uh, it's tough to justify going to any of those schools over Kennesaw state, unless, you know, you want the hi, Ivy league education. Hi. I was thinking it, but I didn't want to say it, but you said it. So, you know, go on. <laughs> but if I'm not mistaken, uh, the Ivy League doesn't offer full ride athletic scholarships, at least not in football. Maybe basketball is different. Um, I think they only offer academics. Right. Which means they can get around it. Um, yeah. But hey, the fact that he's got an offer from an Ivy League school uh, means he's probably a good, well-rounded kid, right? Well, it's just brown. I mean, that's like the bottom. <laughs> of the I mean, not to, I mean, it's, it's a color, yeah. um, you know, but yeah. It's I, like the I, Jacksonville I, State of the Ivy League. <laughs> exactly the dicks great now um you know we can crap all over them next time we play brown we'll just we'll bring that one out if we remember to <laughs> right um, and then you know tennessee tech is not a great basketball program historically neither is kennesaw but you know we're moving in the right direction um and then Bez jackson is state jackson but is from newton high school guy so yeah yes yeah, that's true um and then jackson state you know uh is in a conference that doesn't get a whole lot of funding 
um, towards their basketball programs. So uh, I don't see a whole lot of appeal in going to Jackson State um, unless there's some connection that we don't know of. Um, and then you got Belmont, who's, you know, a pretty consistent mid-major program. Um, so if I had to guess, it would be between us and Belmont, realistically. But who knows, maybe I'll be eating my words in a few days or in yeah, a few weeks. Yeah. I'm with you on that 100%, Kai. Belmont or Kennesaw State. I don't have any inside knowledge. I just want to clarify. I just know that KSU has been on him for a while. I'm from Amir of Rahim to um, Petway. So, you know, Bez is very familiar with the school. He's local to Atlanta. Kennesaw is the only Georgia school that is on his list. Um, and he's committing on my birthday. So just everything together just gives me good, good vibes. And also Armani Harris, current, current owl also went to Newton high school. So maybe we have an inside man over there helping us out. Right. Right. And random side note, um, just from doing some Twitter digging, there is a random video of Bez messing around on a court and dunking on Steph Curry from this past March. I don't know how that connection came to be, but that video is out there. If you don't believe me, just type his name into Twitter and it comes right up. Are you sure it's not AI? I hope not. <laughs> I did was, see something. I it was posted by Steph Curry, um, and I wasn't sure if it was the same Bez Jenkins, but you know the tag led to his account. So interesting yeah, connection I, there. Wow. Yeah, I saw something with Steph Curry in some kind of video with Jenkins when I was just doing my usual search for the you know find information, and I saw something. I just ignored it. But yeah, if that's true, that's that's pretty interesting, and I want to find the backstory on this now. So. So yeah, interesting prospect. Got a brown offer and got a uh, a video with Steph Curry. Oh yeah, um, I'd rather I'd rather have the video with Steph Curry. Yeah, definitely. Um, but uh, yeah, that's the basketball news that we have, and uh, you know, just kind of closing out the podcast. Uh, we have a couple uh, football items. We do. Um, we've got a new offer. Uh, quarterback Bryce Clavon out of Kell High School in Marietta, a local kid. He's a three star recruit on all platforms. Uh, he's got a couple of power five offers out there uh, listed at 5'11", uh, 182, um, was just offered the other day. Um, he's a dual sport athlete. Uh, according to his Twitter, he's got a perfect game program uh, profile online. So maybe he's getting some looks in baseball too, but uh, yeah, tell me what you've heard so far about uh, Bryce. Yeah. He's, he's gotta be getting some looks in baseball. He was listed as the number one prospect in Georgia I guess it depends on if he's going to play one sport, both, or what he wants to do. So that's going to be interesting. But, um, you know, I I actually just did some quick searching. And I saw Bryce retweeted, a, you know, an article, not an article, but a take today from an article about him from Matt DeBarry of uh, Prep Red Zone. Uh, DeBarry says, uh, this is a little bit lengthy, but, you know, we don't have too much to talk about this week. So we'll give you the, the full breakdown of what DeBarry says. One of the top dual threat quarterbacks in Georgia. Clavon is a tremendous dual sport athlete who knows how to sling the football. He's shown D1 caliber talent for several years now and likely deserves more offers, but he did reel one in recently from in-state Kennesaw State Owls. That's us. Um, as for Clavon, there's a lot to like about his game. He may not be the biggest QB in Georgia for the 2024 class, but he shows plenty of arm strength and is consistently accurate. He has a quick release and the ball can really zip out of his hand. A dangerous runner, Clavon has the ability to take off for a big run on any particular day. Last season as a junior, Clavon threw for 2,668 yards and 24 touchdowns. As a runner, uh, Clavon took off for 789 yards and 15 touchdowns. He's incredibly talented and bound for a monster senior season this fall for a Kell Longhorn program looking to make a deep playoff run. So, sounds good to me. Yeah, ironically, he um, his 
top school at the moment, according to 24 seven sports is Oklahoma, um, who has dealt with uh, dual sport athletes at the quarterback position before. Um, but who knows? Uh, another thing of note, he's also got an Ivy League offer. He's got a Dartmouth <laughs> on his list. So um, what Kennesaw has going for us uh, is location, obviously. I mean, yep. we're right in his backyard, um, which means a whole lot more than nothing. No, he's so, in our backyard. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, Marietta is the backyard of Kennesaw. You're right. But yeah, no. um, yeah uh, so other than that, um, we've got a quote to go over. Well, before um, we do that, I just want to say with Brown and Dartmouth, we're really scraping the the bottom of the barrel on these uh, these Ivy offers, Kai. Sure are. At least Dartmouth is a cool school name. Brown's kind of just, yeah, Brown. Brown is this poop emoji. Exactly. Exactly. He's got some familiar foes on uh, his offer list, too. He's got an Austin P on there. He's got uh, an Eastern Kentucky. A um, couple other Power 5 offers. He's got Indiana. So... I think I saw, yeah, I saw Western Kentucky, App State, Troy, James Madison, the, the usual suspects. But uh, yeah, as you said, Kai, uh, we got uh, something else we wanted to discover, or I mean, to go over. Yeah. Um, so we had starting quarterback Jonathan Murphy say um, uh, during Kennesaw State football media availability that the goal this year was to go 9-0, and um, with obviously there being no playoff to contend for um or conference to win so uh it raises the question of is that too lofty of an expectation uh is that what we want to hear um at a Kennesaw State camp is that a realistic goal um is that what the players really buy into and believe um so yeah uh, I think personally I think you know I think it's great that they're setting goals we got to do whatever we can to motivate ourselves um but on the other hand, you know, it's a very lofty goal. And the problem is that, you know, if, if you set a goal, you know, to get to the playoffs and get in there, you have some wiggle room, some fallback options. You know, if you lose a game, you know, in the FCS or whatever, you still might, you know, you're still probably going to make the field if you have a great year. You know, if you set your goal at 9-0, and even with a pretty crappy schedule, more often than not, um, you're still setting yourself up for like, okay, what happens when you lose, you know? Is our or is our goal just eight and one? You know, like I don't I can't explain it, but it just feels like it's setting it up, you know, very high. Now, if we get there, hell, it's great, it's genius, it's brilliant. But you know, we, we can't lose a game now. It's just setting it up. Right. And uh then this year we'll kind of fall into a uh statistical um no man's land um <laughs> as an FCS independent, but it'll be a cool moment. Uh and you know, it now says that you know, we have included in our goal to beat an FBS team this year, which is Sam Houston state, which is probably the most balanced FCS versus FBS step you will ever see. Um, but still, you know, it would be a cool moment to go out on uh, as an FCS program. Yeah. Beating Sam Houston. Um, well, we're still, we're going to play them probably, you know, in years to come. In right. The... But it, it will be a scholarship wise, more level playing field. Oh, yes, absolutely. It'll be, you know, eight, you know, whatever it is, 85 versus 85 or whatnot. So I'm I'm excited for that. I'm excited for the revenge game from 2017. Um, still haven't really let that one go. Um, this one is, you know, it's going to be important. It's a regular season game. You want to win. It's not going to have the importance of the last one, which was in like the quarterfinals or whatever it was. And you were um, at that game, were you not? 
I was. I re- I remember, uh, you know, I had my first Whataburger in Texas, which was underwhelming. I remember that I believe they still had a payphone in their mm. stadium. So I think they need a new stadium. I don't know if that's happened yet. But uh, yeah, I, I enjoyed the trip. I'm not a huge fan of Houston as a city. Uh, just in general, just not, I, don't, I just don't like the vibes, but I had a good time and I'm hoping we can come up with the win this year. Yeah. Um, and I think if we can get to week seven or game seven uh, with six and no intact, then it becomes really interesting because you play, you know, the two gimme games with Sam Houston game sandwiched right in the middle. Um, so yeah, it's going to be going to be an interesting watch. Definitely gives us something as fans to watch and follow. So I hope that's not screwed up week one or well week one. It's highly unlikely, but maybe a week two, you know, when you drop a game at Chattanooga, which is, a real possibility. Uh, and then it gets, you know, even greater as we play firm in the next week. So lofty expectations. Um, but yeah, that, not- we, need, we need to, we need to go undefeated until that game to really, you know, build it up. You know, like, like I said, I'm, I'm a big wrestling Mark. So, you know, you gotta, you gotta get the storyline going, you know what I mean? You gotta tell the story before the, the big payoff match, before it all comes to a, you know, comes to a head, you know, we got to get to that six and zero or whatever it is. And then the payoff match for Sam Houston, we can hype it up. We can build it up. It'll be more fun. Right. Uh, and I tell you what, it's uh, good to hear coming from Jonathan Murphy. Um, Cause you want confidence out of a guy who's hopefully going to get his first season as a, or full, first full season as a starting quarterback. Um, so yeah, uh, I would call this a positive coming out of camp. Um, how about you? Yeah, and I'm interested to see the new offense, too. Uh, I imagine, I, I mean, I don't know for a fact, but I imagine the QBs might be taking less hits um, in this offense. Uh, but I still think, you know, Murphy has been prone to injury, so hopefully he can make it through unscathed. But, you know, um, other QBs have been, uh, I think Davis Bryson, had, you know, other QBs have been standing out. So, we'll, you know, I think we're going to see multiple just because of the attrition of the uh, position. Right, right. Well, it's uh, it's clear that the Kennesaw State in school media wants it to be <laughs> or wants to market it as Murphy. They so, do that every year. They have to they have to choose their guy and you got to have a poster boy. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Their post their poster boy is Murphy. And, you know, that can all change week one, week two, just by, you know, performance, you know, even in this this zombie season, we still have to win games. So, you know, if Murphy's, you know, they're going to obviously give him a longer leash because he's been been there and done that but you know we'll, have, we'll just have to see how it goes because you know if Murphy doesn't do well and you know he's just not doing great you know he's not going to be I don't think he's going to be back next year so right. you know why you know why wouldn't you want your younger guys to get some live reps when it really doesn't matter you know I do the Dr. Evil quotes right um, so you know that's just my thinking Right. Well, that would be the nice thing about falling off a cliff early in the season. If that did happen, you know, let's say you drop a game to Tusculum that you really shouldn't drop or you drop like, (laughs) you know, Chattanooga and Furman and then you get upset by Tennessee Tech and it's like, okay, this season's a wash. We have even less to play for than we did, you know, at the point last year when we were one and three or whatever the record was. If we lose to Tusculum, I'm going to tell you right now, I'm going to have a hard time getting myself to watch the next week. Absolutely. I'll be still in, in like a morning period. Um, it's just going to be so depressing, but you know, now that we're, now that we're doing podcasts, you know, we're just more obligated to watch and we have right. to, 
we'll have to suck up the pain so you guys can feel our pain and feel better. Right. Right. Well, uh, unless you got anything else to add, I think I can take us out of uh, this all time short podcast. No, I, I, I hope, you know, I hope to log off here. hope to see the Braves are going to be winning. Um, I'm probably, you know what, let's, let's check that out before we say our final goodbyes. You know, I just want to pop open the old ESPN app here. I'm going to give my good juju, my good, uh, my good vibes, knowing ESPN, it'll never load. Okay. Scroll sure the me. listeners will be in oh, yeah. uh, suspense when this comes out two happens. days later. Yes. <laughs> One nothing in the fourth inning. So there now you, you know exactly what time we are right now. So if the world is on fire and bombs are exploding outside, you know exactly what time this has happened. Makes it a great time capsule. Absolutely. All right. Well, thank you so much all for uh, tuning in again. Um, I'm Kai. You can follow me on Twitter at Kai Millette and at Big, Old, Big Owl Blog or on X, I should say, whatever you want to call it these days. Um, you can follow John at KSU Owl Howl on Twitter. Um, if there's anything else you want to plug or shout out real quick before yeah. we end this, go ahead. Yeah, absolutely. And if you guys need any more like day old um, sports updates on the Braves games, you know, feel free to uh, send me a DM and I'll be happy to tell you what yesterday's score was. Okay. There you go. Um, And just to tease, uh, we'll be back in two weeks and uh, we've got some big stuff coming your way. So uh, stick with us guys. Yeah. And uh, please case you coaches, you know, we don't have any games going on yet. Put out some offers. Just, you know, even, even if you don't mean it, just Just give us content, give us content guys. Offer like a five-star kid that you don't even, you know, has no chance of coming to Kennesaw state. Just throw it out there for us just so we can bullshit about it, please. I wonder and, if that's happened and it just has not been posted. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm sure it has. You're, that's a good point. They're like, all right, I'm offered in football by UGA, Alabama, Kennesaw State. <laughs> right. And then, I mean, uh, to my knowledge, that's how rivals and 24-7 pick up on these things. It's just by kids making public announcements. So, yeah. But uh, once again, thank you guys so much all for tuning in. Uh, We will see uh, you guys back on video, hopefully, in two weeks. See you all later. Thank you for tuning in to the Owl Chat Podcast. As a reminder, you can follow our hosts on Twitter at KSU Owl Howl and at Big Owl Blog. You can also view additional content on BigOwlBlog.com. And be sure to join the online community of Owl fans at ksuowlhowl.com slash forum. Until our hosts return, stay happy, stay healthy, and as always, Go Owls!